Good morning, Nashville. My name is Braden Gall, and this is the 444 Wednesday, January 13th. Today on the show, we will try to give you a crash course on college basketball in the state of Tennessee now that football is over, the NHL season is beginning, and my double-secret super genius plan to fix the Tennessee Volunteer Football Program. The 440 is constructed every Monday through Friday for you by the Kingston Group. I know that you listen to this show because you want honesty, authenticity, and critical thinking without being yelled at. This is why I've partnered with the Kingston Group. It's a Nashville-based custom home and remodeling firm that packages high-quality craftsmanship with high-quality care and thoughtful attention to detail. And you can trust the Kingston Group not because of what I say, but because of what I do. My wife and I use these guys on our house. So go check out the website, buildkg.com, and let their work do the talking. Okay, guys, so I think I figured out what's going on in Knoxville. I also figured out how the Vols can not only save face publicly, but also some cashola in the old bank account. And most importantly, I even figured out how to place the football program back on the right track to success. So just be patient. Hear me out. Two things that I know are hard for Big Orange Nation to do right now, but trust me, I I really think I got it this time. Despite a recent hiring freeze, Tennessee announced on Tuesday that it has hired former Auburn defensive coordinator Kevin Steele. He's a former assistant and player at Tennessee and could literally be earmarked for any of the jobs that are or could come open on the Tennessee coaching staff, from the head coach to the defensive coordinator all the way down to the defensive line coach. Steele was a finalist for the head coaching job at Auburn this year. A few powerful boosters on the Plains wanted him to be the next head coach before the president and AD of the school said no to a guy with a 1-31 head coaching record. And he was a finalist when Phil Fulmer hired Jeremy Pruitt three years ago. We already know that UT has hired high-priced lawyers to get involved in this now weeks-long investigation, which to me is a clear signal that they are trying to find a way to fire Jeremy Pruitt with cause and save themselves a ton of money. It's not rocket science. We also know this is a terrible time of the year to be in the market for a high-priced, top-flight head coaching candidate at a big-time program like Tennessee, unless, of course, Matt Campbell wants the job. Remember, this was basically the same time of year when Lane Kiffin left for USC and the rushed procedure that followed gave us the Doolander. And this is where it gets really good, so sit tight. In fact, it is so late in the process that why not just start the next cycle now? Start the 2021 coaching carousel now and be the first one in line next year instead of the last one in line this year. The solution is right there, staring us all in the face. Fire Pruitt with cause and any of the other coaches that are swept up in the cheating scandal, name Kevin Steele the interim head coach for the 2021 season, and announce to the world that the Vols are open for business. Take your time, do your diligence, close ranks around smart professional decision makers, and go execute a hiring strategy. I don't care if it takes 10 months. Now, do I believe that anyone in charge in Knoxville is smart enough to have done all of this on purpose? Absolutely not. But I could think of a lot worse ways to go about solving Tennessee's problems than putting Steele in charge as an interim head coach. Clemson did it with Dabo Sweeney, and look where they are today. Of all the options that seem to be available to Tennessee, and trust me, all of them are on the table right now, the solution that I like the most is the one that has Jeremy Pruitt removed as the head football coach, but also gives the university time to conduct a proper and thorough coaching search. Think about it. It would give Tennessee a chance to catch its breath, 
organize itself and embark on a precise hiring expedition to save volunteer football once and for all. It's not like the 2021 team is going to be winning anything anyway. Let's play the long game for once. Tennessee at Vanderbilt was supposed to be a basketball game that took place on Tuesday night, but it did not. According to the press release, the men's basketball game scheduled for Tuesday was postponed due to a combination of positive tests, contact tracing, and subsequent quarantining of individuals with the Vanderbilt basketball program. The volunteers will return to Knoxville and prepare to host Vanderbilt Saturday at 5 p.m. Central Time on the SEC Network. I guess a double header on Saturday is still a possibility and would be yet another weird but fun oddity caused by COVID in sports. So we'll have to see what the SEC decides to do with that game. So without a chance to watch the Vols or Scottie Pippen Jr. on Tuesday night, I asked the Athletics' Joe Rexrode about the Tennessee Volunteers' upside in the NCAA tournament this year and to give us a crash course on what's been going on in college hoops as we come out of our college and pro football seasons. This is an incredible college basketball state. So if you're not aware of that, if you haven't embraced that, we've got so many great men's and women's programs. we got a lot of intriguing storylines. You know, there are some things that are going to be very familiar, like Belmont is really good again, and they're probably the best team, Belmont men in the OVC. But, you know, Austin P has probably the best player in Terry Taylor. The Middle Tennessee women are very good. I think that the Lady Vols are a really intriguing team this year. You go around the state, Memphis a little bit down for Penny Hardaway this year. Jerry Stackhouse in his second year at Vanderbilt. You know, he's he's a good coach. He needs to bring in better players. They're still fun to watch. If you haven't watched Scottie Pippen Jr., Scottie Pippen Jr., I would say, is one of the most fun players to watch in the SEC, certainly. I mean, I, I can put that out there easily. And I tell you what. He is, he's a marvel. If he were three inches taller, I don't know that he'd even be in college anymore, but he's a really fun player to watch. And look, the the Tennessee men's basketball team, Braden, is just a joy to watch, especially if you like defensive basketball. Uh, But even if uh, that's not your cup of tea, that team is loaded, well-coached, and could could be special. So I'll I'll package this question with Big Blue Nation into this as well. What, What is the upside for Tennessee basketball in the NCAA tournament. And how does Kentucky figure into this equation? Well, first of all, Tennessee is a lot better than Kentucky. Now, Kentucky is turning it around. Kentucky has a lot of talent. But to me, Tennessee is certainly the favorite in the SEC, Braden. And I think Tennessee is a team that – I don't think that there's a ceiling on this team. I mean, I think that this team – Tennessee is a Final Four caliber team. You think about two five-star recruits – Keon Johnson and Jaden Springer, who I know Jaden has, has kind of caught into the starting lineup now, but basically they've been coming off the bench as defensive specialists. You know, you just don't, you don't see that a lot. And they have the offensive skill, you know, to score points, but that team is so deep. They play incredibly good defense most nights and they're just a, a ton of fun to watch. You know, they've got to figure out late in games, exactly what they want to do offensively because they're going to be in those, tight games obviously against the best teams as March approaches they got to figure out exactly who's on the floor and how they're going about it but they've got a lot of people who can hit shots and they've got people who can create and John Fulkerson has to play big for them inside but I really think that this team actually could end up being better in the end than the team from a couple years ago with Grant Williams and Admiral Schofield. 
couple of things of note that Joe is absolutely right about. Number one, the Tennessee Volunteers are a joy to watch, and so is Scottie Pippen Jr. The way that they play defense is absolutely a pleasure to see. And number two, if this roster in Knoxville reaches its full potential with their athletic ability and their pure talent, they absolutely have more upside and could be better than some of those really great Admiral Schofield and Grant Williams basketball teams. Only time will tell. It's a bizarre season with a strange schedule, but this Tennessee basketball program, as I've said many times on this show, is the best team in the SEC and should be a Final Four contender in March. Special thanks to Joe Rexrode from The Athletic for giving us a few minutes of his time. The Nashville Predators won't begin play until Thursday night against Columbus, but the rest of the 2021 NHL season will begin on Wednesday night. In the temporary Central Division, in which you will only play each other, and the top four teams will make the postseason, the only thing that matters in the NHL for Nashville Predators fans this year are Central Division hockey games. Literally, it's the only thing that matters. Chicago is at Tampa as the Lightning begin to defend their cup championship on Wednesday evening, opening night, while Carolina will visit Detroit on Thursday. And don't look now, but of course... Not one, but both games between Dallas and Florida have already been postponed due to COVID. Six players and two staffers for the Stars have been involved and appear to be unfit for play. By the way, on the latest version of the Gold Standard Nashville Predators podcast out on Wednesday morning, the Athletics' Adam Vingan and I tell you what we think the opening night roster should look like. We offer up a team-by-team breakdown of the Central Division and explain what we are looking for in the Preds' first four games over the first weekend of action. If you are a hockey fan, there probably isn't a better show out there, so I advise you check it out and share it. Tell all your friends, rate, review, and subscribe. The 440 is built every morning by the Kingston Group. Just like how we've built 440 Sports, the Kingston Group is locally owned and laser-focused on their clients' experiences and their budget, of course, and it's why my family uses the Kingston Group. Frankly, that's all you should need to know, but don't take my word for it. Go check out their work at buildkg.com, and you make the decision for yourself. The Kingston Group is a Nashville-based custom home and remodeling firm, and the website, again, is buildkg.com. Thank you guys all for listening, of course. We do appreciate it. Please rate, review, and subscribe to the show. Please share it. Tell one person. That's all I ask. My name is Braden Gall. You can follow me on Twitter at Braden Gall, at 440 Sports, on both Twitter and Facebook. This has been the 440 for Tuesday, January 12th. The 440 is a production of 440 Media, written and produced by Braden Gall, music by William Tyler. William Tyler.